I Say More, episode 31. I, I am your co-host. I am your co-host? I am one of your hosts. Just happy to have my co-host, Terrence. Yes, sir. I may or may not edit that. We'll find out later. Um, Terrence, episode 31, and you are 31. So 31. We're, 31. So this is, last week was my episode. This is yours. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, how, how you feeling, man? Feels, feels good. Feels good to do this uh, for for 31 episodes man 31 weeks 31 weeks it feels it feels, it feels honestly it feels great to, we've been doing um, this in january man that's it's pretty impressive it's, it's dope man it's dope <laughs> when you really look at something that you we started a couple years ago and came back and you know like it's just yeah. more so about the uh, consistency you know and just trying to stay committed and, and bring the best education slash entertainment to the people to the world internationally known locally respected Love it. You know, I love that first. Um, Terrence, as we said last week, pandemic is now roaring again. So it's oh, pandemic man. day 524. Yikes. I mean, Terrence, we were children when this pandemic started. <laughs> and we're basically almost in old age at this point. This is actually crazy. Yeah, like we said last week, man, get vaccinated. You know, yeah. me and Terrence both PSA got it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it just sucks, man. Like it, I, things are, jobs are coming back people are going back out there i've been to the movie we talked obviously we talked about i've talked about both my movie going experiences on the show for various reasons it's great but like the pandemic numbers are getting back to where they were in like january which were bad and so it's bad. like are we gonna are we have to close more stuff i'm supposed to be going to school in a couple of weeks are we gonna be having school are we gonna be going online and then like, the thing about it as the cold oof. weather comes back around you know it just gives it more strength you know it's as, just a, as people it's just, start just sick from like common colds and flu i think it's especially bad because when the vaccine started to go out in january it was like all right a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel and then my time got to march and it really started to go up and i was like all right you saw the cases starts to go down by the time we got into may it was like i think we're out of the worst of it i think like it might not be done but we've cases are super low vaccines are up like this is great and then because everyone thought that the vaccinations just fucking plummeted and now cases have gone back up because no one can see these things through. And it's like, mm -hmm. damn, like, I don't, I don't want to go back, Terrence. I don't want to go back to how it was six months ago. I want to continue being able to go out and see people and go out to eat and all that stuff, you know? No, for sure. And less restrictions on damn near everything. I mean, aren't you sick of the, aren't you sick of the restrictions? Aren't you just right, unsure? I'm, I'm super, you just, you're unsure. You're just literally unsure about how to like, even go into a place anymore like it's, yeah it, like it's like I, I, there's this my friend works at this restaurant downtown veggie grill it's a really good uh restaurant i've been there a couple times because i'll go there i'll eat when he gets off and we'll hang out and then we'll do something um which has been cool but like i wear my mask but then when i go in i actually take it off when i'm eating but then like when someone walks by you get a little like nervous like um it's just a it's just not comfortable i just want i understand i have the vaccine but like so many people don't, you know, I, I just want to go mm -hmm. back to you know, 2019 and before. Um, but anyway, Terrence, pandemic, we're, we're not going to bring the show down with the pandemic. People want to <laughs> not pay attention to that. So let's do our favorite intro to the show, our Black Excellence shout out of the week. So our Black Excellence Can't Stop, Won't Stop shout out of the week goes out to the legendary, the one and only. Chris Morgan? 
Mr. Bernie Mac. Ah, uh, Bernie Mac. Mr. Bernie Mac. And he was he was a special one, wasn't he? What wasn't he? Wasn't he like you? You really, man. Somebody Mac. that just uh. Uncle Bobby B, baby. Uncle Bobby B. <laughs> that was from uh, Transformers, <laughs> man. He's this really small part in that film, but he was. And that and that that's what <laughs> I had it a running is, right? joke with a friend of mine about that. Taking taking moments and just literally becoming the life of it, right? You know, yeah. Like if you, yeah, that's the thing. If you have um. If you're a small part in a film like that, the people fucking yeah. remember that. That says who you are as an actor. Yeah, matter. The Players Club was dope, and I brought up Bernie Mac uh, this week because that show uh, his show was funny too. No, the Bernie Mac show was great. <laughs> show. Bernie Mac show was great. Um, but I brought him up because um I'm on uh the Fire Stick and they just was uh, strolling across Soul Man, and I was like, damn, Bernie Mac and Samuel L. Jackson did a movie together. Mm. Yeah, I was and I remember watching it. I was like, damn, man, I don't know if I've ever seen all of it. Soul Man? Parts of it. Huh? It was it was good, man. They 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 did a really good job together. That's one of his last film. That's right. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I've seen like bits of it like on TV or whatever. I don't think I just like sat down. Like it's it's like the Bernie Mac show. I, I would love to like sit down and watch the whole thing. Cause I've mm-hmm. seen a bunch of those episodes, but never really like they did a know. they did a really good job. Uh with oh, he's in the together. Oceans movies. The ocean the Oceans movie was dope. You've Ocean seen Ocean's Eleven, 11 the first like one, right? That. Of course, of Yo, course. Yo, that scene with him and Matt Damon, he's like cracker. Like, what? <laughs> Black man trying to make it here, try to cut me off the knees. And he's like, Yo. sir, you of course and then he chases him around the room. And one of my favorite God, um man, so uh Barney Mac moments. Um, so I went to see Kings of Comedy at an age where I was not supposed to see it. <laughs> um, my mother and father He's a comedy uh, man. That's... My mother and father took us to to see Kings of Comedy. I remember falling asleep in the movie theater after oh. the Bernie Mac part. Yeah, you, that is all I cared about. After the Bernie Mac, I didn't even know who he was at the time. Right. I didn't know who he was. But the part, the one of my favorite jokes that he ever did was when he was talking about his sister cousins, uh, kids, his sister kids, and he's talking about how he was watching them, which was actually what the uh, Bernie Mac show was based upon, was that joke that was he it? did about yeah that he did about his sister kids and he was talking about how he had to take over and watch the sister's kids and everything like that is and that what the show's them. about yeah how he's watching his sister's kids from chicago and oh like, man it's been a while i i yeah i always man. thought they were his kids i guess but like i said i haven't seen like i would have watched that show in like 2006 7 8 mm-hmm. so like i i couldn't tell you the exact like the plot but that's so funny that's how it's, the show it's started really, it started based I upon that, like that joke it was one of the best jokes he did you know he was like he woke up in the middle of the night and he's freaking the little boy walking around the house and he's like what you doing walking around the house and he's like i'm going downstairs to get some milk and cookies he's <laughs> like what why are you talking like that he's like you're gonna get some what some milk and cookies he said take your ass upstairs he said, I'll listen to him go upstairs. So he going to tell the other one, him downstairs. He said, I kicked in the door. He was like, him who? This is my house. <laughs> well, Bernie Mac, oh, man. Bernie I, Mac, I miss, man. I miss this guy, man. Uh, I can't imagine what this stupid world and society would do to somebody. Yeah, who's so young, man. Super, I still around now, man. Not even that, man. Just, old, man. just he didn't care. And, and when I say he didn't care, it's like, he had a filter, but it was more like, I'm going to get these jokes off. And they just jokes. They yeah, just jokes. People need to understand. It's just jokes. And, you know, the society that we live in now, the cancer culture that we live in now, you know, you can't take a joke 
everything is too serious. It's just like, oh man, you know what? He was too good in in and he I don't I don't know what would have happened. Um, during this time, mm-hmm. but shout out to Bernie Mac. I think um, it would have been good if he obviously have been great if he was still alive. I feel like he would have he would have been one of those people who like would make you feel good, you yeah. know, and like he'd be doing I don't know what he'd be. But that's the thing, like he I didn't do that many movies really, but like there's so many memorable like the so oceans he was, he was 13 starting to oh, rack up for the bernie mac show he was starting to rack I still up. like that show is great the oceans trilogy like it's a, you know a bunch of people you ever seen bad santa uh yeah he's yeah, he's like, i don't even a, remember he was in that he's like the manager or whatever like he's funny as hell in that movie too like that's a great yeah, movie. Yeah, that, yeah. that first one i haven't seen the second one but that first one's a very good movie um guess who you ever seen guess who was like surprisingly guess funny? who i saw with uh ashley kutcher right yeah yeah uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do <laughs> it's one of those that. films yeah. that like it sh- it it it's kind of dumb, but like it's just kind of funny, mm-hmm. you know. Like there's the part like where Ashley Kutcher's like, "What are the three things?" You, and this is not a joke I made. This is a joke in the show. He, um, in the movie, he's like, "What are?" And they're making like black jokes, you know, and they're all like laughing. He's like, "What are the three things a black man can't get?" And he's like, "A black guy, a fat lip, and a job." And they just do not <laughs> laugh at all. And he's like, "Oh, oh," you know, like took it too far. <laughs> Oh man, that's actually funny. Listen, I'm is. I'm one of those people that loves a good race joke. I'm Listen, one. Anything, I'm one of those people. Like I don't. I'm. I don't really be too sensitive. Be but if funny. it's a good, if it's a be good race funny. joke, I'm actually I'm I'm okay with it. I think Bill Burr does like uh Bill black Burr, people man. jokes sometimes or whatever. As long as it's good and in Listen, good taste, I, you I know. Agree. Like sometimes it'd be like, oh, he's actually right. Like See, it's just true. It's funny. That's the thing, Terrence. That's a great point. I think that's important. Like. Like I have a friend who used to like a year ago when we were talking to the pandemic, he would kind of like every once like I'd bring up food. I'd be like, oh, I'm making some mac and cheese. And he'd be like, well, it's not really mac and cheese, though, is because you're vegan. So it's just like, a, you know, call it what it is, you know, like a fake cheese substitute. And he kept on making saying that over and over. And it's like eventually I was like, I got kind of mad at him. I got maybe a little more mad, but I was like, listen, man, I'm like, if you want to make fun of me for being vegan, do it. But make fun of me. Don't just keep repeating that. I'm not really eating cheese or chicken and it's a substitute like that's not even common that's just you pointing something out you know but like it's just it's just lame you know that that goes for anything like if you if you're gonna make fun like south park they make fun of everything and they're funny everything they don't they don't stick to what they make fun of every yeah if you're gonna do that make it funny because if you're not then it's like well you're being you know i want to say racist but you're going like saying something against a race and you're just lame it's almost more offensive than because you're not funny (laughs) you know like come on um yeah. I always remember though Transformers. Uncle Bobby B, baby. Uncle Bobby B. <laughs> such, a, <laughs> such a goofy part. Um, yeah, shout out to you, Bernie Mac. You've taken from us way too young. Absolutely. Um, Terrence, I want to talk about um, well, actually, you know, before we get to a serious topic, I have a quick thing. If you could make um a law, like a like a really serious oh, law for well, no, but a really serious law for a small thing. What would you do? Like, for instance, I would say one of the laws would be like 30 days in jail if you play loud music anywhere in the public, like on a train, in a park, places where like people are just don't want to hear your shit. 30 days in prison. <laughs> 30 days is serious. Or, that would stop everybody. That would stop everybody, Terrence. No one would do it. If you go in jail for 30 days for that, everyone would stop. 30 days is way too serious. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, whatever the rule is, but like, are there anything like that where you're like, I wish this were outlawed? <laughs> you know, like really seriously outlawed. I would say stupid drivers. Like, I feel like you shouldn't just get a ticket for um like uh uh 
stupid things like what's the stupid thing no stupid drivers like, no, i know but are. like what what yeah, do you, like, that's, that's what i'm saying like you know um officer self-hatred like there, <laughs> that's who there are was. drivers that that sometimes they'll drive like damn near in the other lane or like tailgating is a thing or whatever i you know right. what it is is it's things we just don't fo- not we but cops or whatever they don't follow through on the things that they probably should they like the they want the bigger things that's what it seems like yeah you yeah. know like it, it's just like the simple things like you know like littering litter guy i hate people take it for that yeah 100 i hate people who litter too like, like I, just hold whatever goddamn it is ticket like or tell them to put it in the goddamn trash just, have you ever seen like, or heard of a person on. who got uh, a fine for not cur- for not Never. picking up their dog shit. Never. You know, like Never. those are the things that we should be doing. People ignore those signs. That's what I'm saying. But like, th- it's it's those things that should be enforced because like they're just fines, and you're not going to get like arrested for it. But if you start doing those, like that is what helps. But you're right; they go after like the bigger stuff. They want to like catch a yeah. fucking drug, you know, like a drug lord or something. And it's like, yeah, like these. Small yeah, so things maybe are maybe though. we should start going after the freaking people that have the responsibility. We need to hold them accountable. Cops, so if I had, mm-hmm. yeah, so if I had a rule, they were focused on them not make, killing black people I, first. I would the one of the more important ones. I think that I think that's why like, you people hold, are focusing on that with cops. Mo- if you hold a position. Of responsibility i don't care what the hell it is you could be a goddamn manager at starbucks but if you hold a position of responsibility and you're not performing all duties that it comes with you should be locked up for 30 days i like that i, I actually you know what terrence that's a fucking fan i wouldn't why, even talk why about not one. right you accepted I, I agree. the role you that's, accepted the responsibility one of my biggest problems with just the way at least the society we have right now works is there's no accountability. No one wants to be like, I'm going to hold this person responsible. And you're right. The people who are in charge are the ones supposed to be holding the other people responsible. And That's no it. one ever does. That's all I want. Like, like I, I think I was just talking to you. I don't know if I told you about it. I did. I had a, uh, an advisor for college who advised me completely wrong for a year. And it's now way. screwed up. Like, I was supposed to graduate, obviously, in four years. I'm now behind. I need to do winter classes and summer, and I'll still be behind because she had no idea what she was talking about. That's and when I, when I talked to my, I talked to like her supervisor about it. She was helping me with it. And when I brought this up, she's like, no, no, we didn't talk about that. And I was like, no, no, no. I was like, we do need to talk about this. I'm like, and she's like, no, but it happened. I'm like, I understand it happened. I'm like, but you as her supervisor need to hold her responsible. I'm like, she needs to understand that what she did was wrong and you need to fix it because I'm not, she's going to have other students, their future students who are going to get screwed mm-hmm. over by her. You need to hold her account. I'm not saying fire her, but she needs to be like, hey, you need to do a write up or whatever you yeah. do so that she, and not only that, she needs to be corrected. Fix the problem. Now, doing how about that. This? That way, I'll take it. A, I'll take it a step even further. She needs to apologize to you. Well, that for sure, but I wasn't gonna just apologize. But that's what I'm saying. Like there, hey, I messed up. She was like hundreds of students. Like there are other students she's gonna screw up. And so I I think you're. That's a great one. You know, like I think it's a really good one. Like if you don't, if your job is, if your position of power and you're responsible for certain people or things, and you don't hold those people accountable or do anything about it, yeah. But what was your what was your fine? A big fine, thirty days in prison, whatever it is. Thirty days locked up. I mean, yeah, that or you know, two three thousand dollars fine. You know, you know, it would work, though, if if, if you knew that f- you got three thousand dollars like for littering, you think people are going to litter <laughs> and people enforced it. They yeah, if right. Even if even if the people and that's the thing, right, is the person's not going to litter because the people that are in charge of making sure that person doesn't litter will be held responsible as well. So it's an automatic domino effect. 
it's an it's like it's immediate domino effect. This is how we create change, people. We got to hold each other responsible. This is how we create change for the better, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any more, um, like any other like things I would add to this list. Um, here's one, Terrence. If someone holds a door open, like a, like just as a, like not like a doorman, but or a doorman counts too. But more if like if I hold the door before you, like I'm just walking into a store, I open up. If you don't say thank you. Two weeks in prison. I think Do not kind of, yeah, just that, walk past. That's kind of disrespectful, bro. People, I swear to God, people more often than not, or maybe 50-50 will not say anything. And I always go, "You're welcome." Like the fuck, man. I, I don't know how like, people you're not do that. Here just to Dude, hold the door for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm not hired by the store. I'm walking in with you. I'm I'm two feet in front of you. I'm holding it back because you're standing there. Or or sometimes you know, like I'll I'll see someone directly behind me. I'll open up and let them go first. Like that's double. That's double politeness. You better fucking say thank you. Okay. If you don't, I, I just want to knock someone out when they do that. You know, like it's like it's like you said, it's so disrespectful. Like I am I am doing you a kindness that I don't have to do. Just a, a simple thank you in return. And I don't know how I don't know how that's people it. don't do that. I don't know how you don't feel like the biggest asshole in the world just walk right past somebody. Like anyway. Um all right, Dan. So our, our somewhat serious topic now, it is serious, actually. I was telling you something about before pre-show. I want to talk about toxic masculinity. Now, toxic masculinity, as I've heard it, and I've done some, I think I paper on this, I think. It's basically how, really you do it. Go ahead. yeah, look, it's got the official definition, I suppose. But as far as I know what it is, it's men who do like stupid things to be like aggressive or angry or to be like in charge. In, in scenarios or just do things that are like, like, like men are told, our whole lives are told, like, you need to be the one to kiss the girl. You need to be the one to ask her out. Like, don't be a baby, do it. And so as a result, I think too many men have been like hyper aggressive and all sorts of things. So let's see what the definition is. Okay. A set of attitudes and ways of behaving stereotypically associated with or expected of men, regardless having a negative impact on men and it's on society as a whole. So I'll give you the example of what just happened. I was about to say, you got to give them an example. What kickstarted this? So this could be anything, right? Like if there's a lot of examples, I'll give you what just happened with me. I have a group chat. I think everyone has like some random group chats in their lives. And there, there is like five or six people in this with me. And they're all from a job I had back in 2015, 2016. And it started off because there was me and two other guys started doing DraftKings because you got me in the DraftKings. I started doing it. So we made a little chat about it. And then eventually a few people got added to it. And as time went on, it became mostly about like basketball and just shit talk and just must messing around. It's basically what it always is. Mm-hmm. So as you as you heard um, last week, when Kevin Durant resigned uh, to the Nets, I sent in the group chat like a message, like a, like a negative message towards him because this specific, a specific guy in this group chat like hates Kevin Durant. I was talking all this shit during the postseason about Kevin Durant's you know, lame and, 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 and listen, I get talked on, sh- I, people talk shit to me on this chat more than anybody. I swear. I think it's cause I don't know. Anyway. So I, I, I basically am like, you know, fuck you. Like we just signed him. He gets all upset and pissed off about it. Gets furious about it. Okay. And like, he's like, yo, you know, like I'm New York, but I'm going to fucking fight blah, blah, blah. I text me your address. And I was like, are you serious, bro? Like, first off, it is not that serious. And second off, but that is an example of toxic masculinity. Like, he immediately wants to fight me. He wants to fight me because I talked him shit. Even though two days ago, he went on a, a tirade about how I knew nothing about basketball and I don't watch games and I'm a fucking idiot. 
But then so I say just, something to just him. To break, just to break the moment down. So, you know, because everybody may not know exactly what toxic masculinity is. So just to break the moment down, the toxic masculinity part of that moment that Joe was in comes from the the other guy being overly aggressive for no apparent reason right and it it's a sign of uh him trying to be like i'm tougher than you exactly that's exactly right it's the tough thing or another example of toxic toxic masculinity is when like let's say a guy approaches a woman and maybe tries to say something to her and she's just like no i'm not interested a guy who keeps going well fuck you bitch yeah, so is, but both are good examples. Yes, someone's like, "Fuck you, you're ugly anyway." Right, just being aggressive and rude for no reason, or it's yeah, like not stopping and like keep going with, or maybe a, the worst thing is like actually touching her or like trying to like that mm-hmm. is toxic masculinity. It's where guys like, like you're entitled as well. It, yes, and it, it's kind of like me and you said a while back, actually, a few episodes, like ten episodes ago, twelve episodes ago, episodes ago in April, when I said, "Oh, it's our um our friendship anniversary," and I was like, "Oh, I love you, man," and you were like, "Oh, I love you too," and you were like, "A lot of guys don't do that." That's also also a thing, like trying to like trying to not be sensitive to anything, like where you're just like, "No, fuck that," like I'm not, I'm not saying I love you, fuck that, you know? It's like this tough guy bullshit. Yeah, and and then a lot of times it comes off as like you're like, "Oh, I'm not gay, you're gay for that." Is also we gotta realize this too. Grow the fuck up, Gr- like literally just yes. That, that, just, that's what just I said in the chat. Up. I was like, I was like, this is childish shit. Would text me where you live, bro? What? We're not fucking ten years old. We want to fight someone? Like we're, we're no, like that. That to me, like him getting offended like that much. Like if he was upset, he could have said something. Him get a flip out, want to fight. It's like, what? What are the reasons for you? What are the reasons to prove how tough he you, is? Right. What are the reasons to fight once you get past like I would say twenty? 526 yeah, there's never really a reason to fight. Re- like when you're younger reasons? i know like people, like i've i don't I've, i never really got into fights when i was growing up or ever but i when you're younger you're just kind of dumber but like it, you're right. you, That's once you I'm become saying. an adult you really should like it's sad That's but like 25 you should have a job you should you should have responsibilities you should have you know things that are more important right so i would say this the reasons of fighting right if as as a man, I, I can't speak for to women. To defend somebody, to I defend, think, would be... To defend like if yourself someone, or, or your family. Your family. Or, fr- or your friends, you yeah. You know, someone you're with or whatever like that, right? It, I, it, I, I agree. I think Nine like if, times out of ten, it should only come from... If someone jumped you and I was the there, I would fight to help you. You know, if you if, if someone wants to hurt your family, you know, Corey, you know, your son or anything, yes, that's a reason it's to fight. for defense. But if someone's... So this also brought up, not only toxic masculinity, but something I said pre-show, it was like, you if if someone says something to you and they can provoke reactions whatever that reaction is they control you and they're controlling you with words never let anyone control you with words i understand if if so, there are things that can offend you but if if someone is just can say something to you and it can provoke you to want to fight them or you get angry or you get whatever they're controlling you you got to understand like don't let people control you with words words mean nothing i understand i put it like this. We, you got it if if it if it means that much to you for me to be scared, I'm scared. Uh, yeah, it's like, okay. <laughs> like, okay. I, I should okay, say someone's scared. like, oh, because you have like to beat your ass. It's like, yeah, okay, you can. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You probably can because if it means I, that I don't get into fights you. and you probably do because that's important to you. So yeah, you probably you probably could beat me up. I don't care. Like I live in the adult world where like it doesn't like, this means nothing. Got it. I, it doesn't matter. Now here's the thing though, you're not going to test me. 
it's up to you if you want to test me, right? Because it it gets to a certain point where I'm not gonna let you get in my personal space. Well, no, I mean, sounds I like push. You know, yeah, like, I'm, not, I, I'm not gonna I, let you get in my personal big, space and all like that or whatever. Like, big, there's there's boundaries, there's limits. Well, yeah, if someone's literally to, in your face, yeah, you gotta, like, bro, there's, you gotta. There's boundaries and limits to this. But what I'm saying, but I'm you 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 talking through. First of all, I always had this rule. I'm a grown man. I ain't arguing with no another man. Yeah, I, that's, I'm yeah. never happening. I I'm hate not arguing with nobody that's yeah. not my girl. I, yes. I refuse she's, to. It she's the only one who, who deserves refuse, that attention. I refuse to argue with anyone that is not my girl. I'm just not going to do it. You're not going to get that much from me because I. If, why would I do this with her and then I got to do this with you? you? Like just that, you know what know. it is. You know what it is, though, Terrence. Especially, especially in this modern world, like arguing, like it, it never ever leads to anything, right? Because it depends on what it is, but more often than not, if you're arguing with somebody, like they have their view, you have yours, it's not going to change. And it's going to be what it's going to be. Yeah, like I hate arguing with anybody. And so I don't want to argue. Like, so if someone wants to get like, if they just want to start saying shit, it's like, all right, dude, like I don't care. Like, I just, I just don't care. It means at the end of the day, it means nothing. If, if you win or lose, quote unquote, an argument, at the end of the day, it actually means nothing because nothing was solved. Mm-hmm. And like this guy, I haven't seen this dude in five plus years. I only know him through this chat at this point. Like we just go on there, we talk about basketball, we talk whoever. And I, everyone loves to make fun of me. I, everyone loves to make fun of everybody. But now he wants to get all pissy because he, he got hurt about that. And that's another an, another example of, of uh, toxic toxic masculinity. Is like when someone's like, "Man up, don't cry, man up." You know, it's like it, that's part of it. Like it's it's not one to express feelings nah, it's, like it's other okay. than anger. Really, it's okay to cry. Yeah, like, even it, it is it is okay to cry. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like this whole situation was just annoying to me because it was like we've been we talk all this shit. You guys talk all this shit at me, and you want to get upset because that specific, even if that specific thing I said maybe was more offensive to you for whatever reason, just say it. Or just let it roll off your back because it means nothing. It's two people who are never going to, I'm never going to see you. You're never going to see me. Who cares? Like, you know, like toxic masculinity as a whole is bad. And there's a lot that we can go over toxic masculinity. It might take us hours and hours, but in general. And and we just, we looked this up as well. It says just a few traits of toxic masculinity includes mental and physical toughness, aggression. Like having to have that kind of toughness, quote unquote. Right. Um, stoicism. Stoicism. Stoic, stoicism. To be fair, I consider myself, a, I, I try to be a bit of a stoic, but not for, I think, you know, I display a lot of emotion. Yeah. <laughs> it's more for like when it comes to certain decisions you, is how I do it. So I shouldn't say that. Ever. Heterosexism or discrimination against people who aren't has heterosexual. And that, I think that's stupidity. part of what this was. I that's think just he, stupidity. I, but I think that's part of what it was. He, t- I think he took it in a way of like that. I, I, you know, like yeah, people... I don't know why that shouldn't be you know, self-sufficiency and emotional insensitivity. Yeah. It's like, it's just that too, like toxic masculinity is imagine any meathead you've met in your life. It's that, you know, that guy who like pretends like he doesn't ever cry and doesn't have any emotion. He only loves like sports and he hates everything. Like that guy is toxic. Hey, masculinity. I'll let y'all know something real quick. Thugs cry too. Anybody that told you that they didn't, that's a or, lie. Or they repress it. And which makes that, which is why they're so angry. Nope. Thugs cry too. No, what I'm saying is there are a lot of people who repress their emotions. Like I'm not saying you can repress everything, but a lot of people refuse to like they don't want to lean into those emotions. And so as a result, that's why they get so angry because their emotions are all fucked up and all they have is like it becomes all anger because they're not letting like the sadness and stuff out. You know, so that, that that's part of it. That's why like you have here like um being violent, being dominant, right? Like aggression towards women, like 
that is where it like comes from. It's because you're just not letting. Yeah, it... the sexual aggression towards women thing. Like, if you, you know, if you approach a woman and she's not interested, you need to walk away. She's not. It's not anything to do with you anymore. We still Sorry. haven't gotten to that place yet, and I don't know why. Like, I'm why, I'm, why men don't just if yeah, women like not interested. How, at, at, even even after the whole Me Too movement and every and not saying after because Me Too movement is still going on. But after it started, I guess. Is what yeah, after say. it started more. So we still haven't gotten to the place where men are respecting women's boundaries. It's weird, man. It's weird. Like, and it, it baffles me because <laughs> it baffles me. Too. Yeah, it's no, it, it really does, like, bro. Because as somebody that's now in a relationship now, all I'm, I'm mostly I'm watching like guys behavior. Right. As I'm, you know, out with my girl and everything like that. So, like, a lot of times we'll go hang out at a bar or whatever. So, I'm watching other men behavior around women. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, this looks fucking creepy. Mm -hmm. It just looks creepy. Like, I see y'all in the corner literally plotting on her like hyenas. I'm pretty sure she sees that as well. Yeah, she does. I'm, and that, and that's the thing, man. Like, listen, I, I understand. Let's say not you, okay. Let's say you approach a woman at a bar or some situation, and she pretty quickly is like, "No, I'm not interested." I understand you wanted to be like, but she doesn't really know me, and maybe she probably doesn't. But she's actually not but interested. But it's all in yeah, the approach as well. But also, like, e- even if it's not fair to you, maybe she really just doesn't. Like, she just shut you down and doesn't get to know you at all. Or she probably doesn't have matter. A goddamn drink by herself but, and enjoy but, her goddamn night. Saying, what, whether she by cares, herself. whether she, whether she's wrong and she doesn't actually know you at all, it doesn't matter. She just doesn't want to talk to you. So just move on. I don't. Yo, women don't need our company. No, they don't. They, they don't. You know what's crazy? Though, our company. To me, Terrence, like personally, if, if if I start talking to a woman and she's not like interested, I just I'm not interested. Even if I think she's a like, gorgeous. I don't want to like convince a woman to be with me. Like, if she's not interested in me in some capacity, then that's okay. it. I don't care. It's either, yeah. it's, I, I can't say I'm that easily off. I'm probably. Which I'll depends. Probably I mean, if another, you. Yeah, yeah I'll probably get. I'm not saying like if you go up and like you, shot, you a know? one minute conversation, you're like, I don't think she's into it. But if you're talking and like maybe you try to like, you know, you try to like, can I buy you a drink? She's like, no, no, no. Or you try to like do a few things like, oh, let me get your number. She's like, no, no. If you kind of, you're like, well, she's not into it. Like, all right. Like, it's right. Even if she didn't tell you to go away, I'd be like, she's not interested in me. So why am I going to keep, I'm not trying, I'm not, I don't want to convince then, see, her me, of that. Like, and me, when I, when I was single, I was one of those guys that I would buy a drink for you and not even say nothing to you. Because if you're interested, then, you know, maybe we can have a conversation. But if not, okay, maybe I just spent $12 on a drink just nothing. so you could have a drink. That's your risk. That's what she took, that, right? That's the, right. That's the risk. But I'd much rather have that risk than for me to go over to you and and you not be in the mood and i'd be like oh well i just bought you a drink or whatever yeah like, so she doesn't like, owe you anything you just, should, she didn't say hey buy me a drink and then walk away from you in that case in that case you got played i guess but you can be upset but you can't take it out on her but we can't do nothing still like, yeah you got played um but you know what it is gamble. man <laughs> it is um I thought we talked about like early, early when the show started, like maybe one of the first episodes, I was like, I never buy women drinks. And it's because part of it is like, I just, I don't really want to take that risk, but also like, I don't know. I f- it feels weird to me to be like, let me approach this woman and, and buy her a drink. So she'll talk to me for a few minutes and hopefully she'll like me. That feels really, and I know a lot of people do. I'm not like talking down to it, but I, I feel uncomfortable doing it. You know, like I, it, I don't know, but, but the, the, the point with this is like men need to stop trying to act tough. Like it doesn't matter. Like it, we don't live in caveman times. You need to like actually like fight off a fucking 
a yeah, but war also- or something like to defend or honor or like a sword. And, you know, you, you have a sword. And, there's also matter, this. Let me, let like, me, you don't need it. Me... Like, but you know what I'm saying? Even if you are like in great shape and you're tough, whatever, like, you don't need to try to like, prove this. No, shit. yeah, like, let, me, just let me get this across. Let me get this person. across too, right? Shoot. I've never been the most muscular dude in my life and everything like that, right? Right. But the one thing that I always, that I always got when I walked into any room was respect. And it wasn't because I came in there and tried to be tough and bully everybody. You demand and it, right? Like that, right? It was more, it's more so about your presence and how you carry yourself, right? How I carry myself, I demand respect, but I demand it in a way where I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to push nobody over. I'm not trying to insult people. Like it, there's, there's ways to go about it, right? So if I respect you, then you should respect me. Right. So that's the only thing I'm looking for. That's the kind of way to demand respect, right? Not like be aggressive and mean to demand it, it, but just the way you care. It has nothing to do with being the tough guy and everything like that. People believe it does. It don't got nothing to do with that. But one thing you're not going to do is you're not going to test me and you're not going to play me, but you are going to respect me because I'm going to respect you. So as I present myself. You're gonna, you're gonna, you know, give me the same. You know, that's the do unto others as you would like done unto and, you. And, and that's a, gr- that's a great way to describe it. I think like you show your respect just naturally as you go, so people do the same thing to you. And that's, that's the way it should be. And that's the, the two part to this whole toxic masculinity thing is don't let like words control you, especially if you know. Let's say you get into some minor altercation with somebody, like like they say something, you know, you, you cut them in line, something like that, right? It, it, once you know that they're mad at you and they're trying to get a rise out of you, don't don't do it. Like at that point, you know they're then going to try to control you with their words by trying to provoke you. Just ignore it. Like I, it doesn't mean anything. You know, like it doesn't. If someone's like making fun of you or whatever, like it can be anything. Like it, it's just words. Like you know who you are. You have the people in your life who care and love you. That's their opinions most important. You know, it's just don't let words control you. It's like if you if I can leave this topic with anything, it's don't let words control you because it it makes you weak, right? Like if some if I can go to Terrence and just say one thing and just make him fly into a rage, then I have control over Terrence now. Anytime I want, I can just be like, oh, well, let me make Terrence get angry. Yeah, yeah I'll do that. And I wouldn't do it to Terrence, obviously. You were my closest friends, but it, I'm saying it's like anybody, you know, it takes like a lot to crack me. Yeah, I don't think I've never really seen you like and I, really takes, angry. How I miss seeing you like angry about like to crack me. Yeah. That's the thing, like just don't let people control you with words. Like if someone, even if someone insults you, whatever that is, even if it's a racial or whatever it is, it just doesn't matter, right? Like they're just people talking. You know, that's why, like on the internet, like it's all just nonsense because it's just people talking because they know there's no repercussions. That's why it's like, just don't let people control you with words. Don't let someone say, oh, you're fucking ugly. And, you know, I fucked your mother, blah, blah. Like, it just doesn't mean anything. I could say that about anybody. It doesn't change anything in life. Yeah, I could say right now, I, I slept with Joe Biden's mother. Does it change anything? No, because Joe Biden doesn't give a shit. And it means it's words, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, for all the men listening, stop being toxic. You know, you don't no, need to be tough. Just be, you know, you know what the toughest thing is, is taking care of your business, you know, providing for your That's family, a getting a, a job, you know, being a respectful human being, not like don't litter, don't bother people. Just being a good person. That's the toughest shit out there. That's the most metal shit out there. That's that is that is a fact, uh, Joe, that that deserves that's a rose of round of applause. Oh, that was a shit. I mean that that that's what that you that's a, that that's what you are, Terrence. You Tur- the toughest you have, thing is handling your business. And that, and but that's what I respect about you, Terrence. Like you have a son, you have a 
someday wife. Don't know when specifically, but someday, of course, you're gonna get married. You're soon already come, soon come. Yeah, you're already moving in. You have you have had you have a, a job. I think you're gonna get a new job potentially. You're already looking at like that is what's tough, man. You handling your life and handling your things. You pay your bills. You don't bother. You know, you're not bothering anybody. You're not causing anyone harm. You, you're living your life, man. That's like the yeah, way exactly. everyone should. You know be. why, man? Time is time is 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 not guaranteed. No. We just don't. A plane we, could fall the sky on you yeah, right now. We just literally don't know. Like you, we take for granted crossing the street. We take for granted, you know, walking down the block. We mm-hmm. just, we, you literally just don't know. So we all would love to live to eighty, but maybe I, we yeah, won't. Do you Bernie Mac, so, Bernie Mac, famous millionaire, absolutely died at fifty years old. Absolutely, you know. And you, you, I would rather spend my days because I don't know if I'm gonna wake up tomorrow. I would rather spend my days not trying to prove a point to nobody else. Yo, it's it's so funny you said that <laughs> like, too, though, because in this cha- in this chat, I said something similar. I was like, there was too much shit going on in the world for me to care for, for like any of us to be caring about this random shit talk we're doing. Like it's shit talk for fun, and then we forget about it six minutes later. You know, like for you to get that upset and, and all this and then me have to sit there and like talk to the other guys about it. I'm like, this is bro. anything. I, there's so many more important things I need to be doing in my life. Like this is not one of those things I need. Even even if I had nothing to do, this wouldn't be one of the things I want to use. Even if I had nothing to do, I, still I just started up. I just started up Red Dead Redemption 2. I'd rather play that than get into a dumb <laughs> argument about nothing. Um, but anyway, Terrence, I believe you have a little topic for us. I had um, I had a moment last uh week or maybe like two weeks ago right and i thought it was pretty interesting and i was like no i gotta i gotta bring this up on the show so you ever you you know about the nod right the nod the head nod well you put your chin it goes up a little bit yeah yeah yeah. you see Mm. somebody whatever it's like it's like the what's up the head nod or whatever that's like a thing that i feel like all guys just inherit when they're like when when i was like i remember being in like middle school and that being a thing Mm-hmm. You know, and I and my friends being like, what? It, that's just like we all just knew. It's like a thing we all just knew. You just do the head thing. What's up? So there's a thing that black people have when it comes to the head nod. Okay. Right. So I, I had so, to, yeah, I mean, I, behind I the had curtain. to go into I had to go into a into an office meeting um, a couple of weeks ago. It was a corporate office meeting. Right. So I go in. It's nothing but white people. Oh, God. Nothing but white people. That's always right? depressing when that happens. But then there's one black guy and he's sitting at a desk and he sees me and I see him. And then we both look at each other and we give each other the nod. The <laughs> same nod? And we give each other the nod. The heads, the, what's up? What's up? And in just that moment, what we said was, you're black. You're here? Nice. That's what's up. I'm happy to see you here. I'm, I don't know what you're doing. I don't care. But I'm happy to see you here. Happy to see an ally, right? That yeah, that's yeah. what that was. And I was like, huh, white people don't have that. Not in the same way, but it's a it's something we talked about. That, but that moment, that moment of, oh, I'm not alone right now. But you know what? It's it's something we talked about. Like I remember you saying, like, you said, like, oh, like you know, what is like white culture? And I was like, well, there is none. And you're like, oh, it's sad. But the thing about the quote unquote no white culture is because Black culture has it, it exists because it, it was born out of necessity, right? Like slavery, slaves were brought over here and then 
and then uh, you know eventually people were freed and then civil rights movement and all that but black people have created their own culture because they were stuck mm-hmm. in this bad situation themselves whereas to make a way out of no way Right. And so as a result, there's that shared thing, whereas white people there that doesn't exist. Like it's like as an, I'm Italian American, I, I love my Italian heritage and I I hold very strongly about that. You know, like I, I, I with cooking and with just who Absolutely. I am and how I speak is important very to me. Proud yeah, for sure. I think most races are. So that's why, like, there's no white culture, but there's Italian culture. I, you know, if I if I meet someone who's Italian, de- there's I don't there's no nod as far as I know, but there definitely is like, oh, oh, your name is Giuseppe. Because that, that's when they know. Yeah, oh, yeah, wait yeah. A minute. There, there's that Very, strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I remember I ordered, that bond out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, and like I said, we, we come from the same thing. There's something about, I think for black people, it's probably a little more of like I'm surrounded by not the enemy, but like just white people. But I have an ally. No, oh, yeah, it, there is something about listen, that. that, that I, feeling, it's not the same. I, and, you know, Joe, I've worked in um when I was working at Barclays, you know, as, as a manager, I was one of the only black uh managers there for a long time black male managers right. there for a long time and then my boy jared got hired he was from philly and he came over and he started working there whatever me and him are still friends to this day still friends to this day but it's that moment of oh i'm not alone anymore yeah. um is it's, it's a feeling that i never really uh recognized or like yeah, yeah until that day and i was like holy shit like, and that's the thing i think i think black culture is is a specific you, only you have that maybe in other countries there's other races I don't, I don't know but i think like black culture shares that whereas like it's not the same with italian but there is like a oh you're italian oh me too that's you have that like you probably grew up eating like pasta and meatballs a lot it's very <laughs> are you kidding me with the, like it's very common you probably grew up with like your grandmother's probably pretty similar like an old country like we probably have those similarities like i remember i ordered um there's this place i used to order from at where i was at the runaways italian place and they were like straight up italian like a lot of the delivery drivers are often italian and of course you know my name is giuseppe which is like a very italian name and so i remember one time the guy came up and he was like giuseppe, giuseppe. right and i was like yeah giuseppe. he was like you're italian and i was like yeah of course and he's like you know man he was like until i was like in his 50s he was like i met he's like there's two uh, people in this world my dad used to say there's two types of people in this world italians and people who wish they were italian and i was like absolutely man absolutely you know like and it was just that little thing we shared because like we're well hey we're both italian you know like we're in on the joke almost like so yeah i mean yeah it's good it's it's good to have that that um that bond right you yeah know? it and is I, nice i, I right? love i, I love i love seeing i love seeing that you know and it, it was a moment like i said it was a moment that i really never um acknowledged i just oh it was just always kind of a thing it is it you is know? interesting to bring it up though, like because I guess I'm thinking about I think the Italian thing. Older, I never right? thought about I think that. It's as you get older, you start to see these things and realize that you know all your life. You know, I remember doing internships and being the only black kid, and so if listen, it's uncomfortable to be the only one sometimes. Yeah, I, listen, like in, this, in this in this group chat, I'm the only white guy. It's all black people. You right. know, like so I, even yeah, and that's why, why I get made fun of more because it's I'm not like, like you guy, don't want. It's not like you're just gonna be like shy away from it. But sometimes it is, you know, it's, it's a little uncomfortable I think it's because just, you can't always relate. It's something ingrained in us that like there are things that we consider us, you know, like I, I Italian American is, I mean, it's who I am. Like you look at yourself as like black Jamaican American, right? Like there is ingrained in you. So there's something about like that familiarity that I think it's a very human thing. I assume at least of like having that familiarity, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and it just i don't know there's like a, a positive response to that but no, but yeah i, I guess I, I never really thought about it you bring it up now it does um 
like I said, I didn't even like that Italian thing. I just, the story, I never really thought about that, but it, that's what it is. Like, Oh, you're Italian. Like I don't meet many Italian people, man, especially women. I don't think I've met an Italian woman outside of my family ever. I thought you I had one roommate who was Italian, but I never meet Italian women. Where are they? Terrence? <laughs> don't know. Um, Terrence, is there, this might sound like a, a weird question. Is there a wrong, a right and wrong way to enjoy something? Like if you enjoy it, is it, can it be considered right or wrong? So mm. this, this is how I'll kind of give you some examples, right? Let's say like a movie, right? Like the, the writer, director, they create this movie. It's meant to be viewed. It, it, you know, you put it on, you watch the whole thing in theaters, ideally, right? That's like the ideal thing. That's what they want you to do. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to the characters and the stories and everything, right? Now, if you put these films on and all you do is make fun of them, but you enjoy it, is that wrong? Are you enjoying it wrong? I thought what the creators intended. I give you a perfect example with that. Hit me. I do that with horror movies. Classic, right? People love making fun of horror movies. I do that with horror movies. And or, I, it started from because I was scared of them. Ah, so it was like a defense mechanism almost it, to like yeah, get you it through started, it? Yeah, it started from me being scared of scary movies as, as a kid. And I was always just scared of them. Makes sense. But Make then fun. once I started looking at the stupidity of what's happening, and I can't really say it's stupidity. Like, it's a horror movie. But when you start making when you it, start to realize it's a movie, though, yeah, yeah, when you, start you know, to it's just movie, it's just cameras like, uh, and uh, this is this couldn't happen like that. That's stupid. Why didn't she run left instead of running? Right. 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 Yeah, like is 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 things like that or whatever. So, yeah. So and I'll give I, you I'll give I you still s- do it to this day. I'm not scared of it, but I, I do it to this day. still. <laughs> sure, you aren't sure. You aren't. Um, I'll give you <laughs> I'll give you a second example. So and you would know this, but I think most people not a lot of people might not. So if you're playing video games, Xbox, PlayStation, or even on the phone, there's always some sort of a, an achievement system. Like you obviously know trophies, Terrence. Mm-hmm. So even on like the iOS has this. So if you're ever playing a game, there's things like that the PlayStation or the Xbox or the, I, the iPhone or even I'm sure Google Play has this, where like if you do things in game, little achievements pop up and like, oh, you've beat this ball. So you died five times, whatever it is, there's achievements. Mm-hmm. Now, I personally really like trophies for PlayStation. You know, like if I'm playing a game, I do try to get them as I can, you know, and like if you get all of them in a game, you get a platinum, like a little, it means nothing. It means nothing, but I still like it. I don't know why. Right. Now there are people, a good amount of people in the world who only play games for these, these achievements and trophies. Like they don't really care about the game. They're trying to get as many trophies as they can. That's all they do. That's not what the, the people who made the game really don't give a shit about trophies. They have to put them in because Sony and Microsoft and all of them tell them to. Yeah, but once you purchase, once you as a consumer make a purchase of anything, however you choose to enjoy that item, right. product, or whatever, is completely your choice of decision. Well, that's what I'm saying. So do you think that, not even from like a purchase set point, but do you think it's like, is it wrong? Is it fine? Is it like... There's no... There's no... There's no you think it's, I, it's, it's everything... If, if you're having fun, as long as you don't hurt anybody... You, I mean, right. yeah, it's literally up to you like there's no rule on how let's say you made let's say you uh, you made an album you know you made like a rap album and someone albums ever yeah it's amazing right but then you you know that some people start apparently for whatever reason it calms dogs down so they start buying it when they leave the house they put it on on repeat it just makes dogs chill would you be like, well, that's not, you know, point was for dogs. <laughs> point was for, you know, like with that, with, with, or is that like, well, it's whatever. Like, it's not, I'm not talking about the money. Being I'm like, a marketing what? genius, I would literally just be like, you know. Um, what so we're you are, you now. are a marketing genius. Wow. What we're going to do We're going to take our album to the animal shelters to help the dogs there. 
No, and but stuff what, like what I'm saying, listen, you're thinking too much marketing. I'm not saying in terms of money. I'm saying, is it <laughs> no, no, wrong? No, no, I know, I know. Would you feel it's some not, type of way that you, no, 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 no. the thing you put your blood, sweat, and tears into, dogs are listening I mean, to you call them for no, no, no reason? No, no, I mean, here's the thing. As a creator, yeah, probably. I'd probably be a little bit like, well, what? That means y'all not even all that think, work. You're like, yeah, you know dogs, what I mean? Huh? Like, you know, human beings turn. They come in and turn it off. <laughs> one of the one of the best things I heard, um, you know, I was interning at a at a music label, and one of the uh the heads did you told intern me, in a music label? Yeah, yeah, it was it was slight. It was very very slight. Wh- um, when you knew me or before? Yeah, yeah. Well, pre Giuseppe or post Giuseppe? Post Giuseppe, pre Giuseppe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We we knew each other, but um, we uh, I I, w- I had a meeting, and one of the the label heads said once you can do all this work all of this recording putting everything together have this idea for it this this and this and this and this once you put it out it is no longer in your hands it is up to Damn, people to true. decide what they want to do it whether they like it whether they hate it what they want to do it is no longer in your hands all of the work you've done does not matter once you put it out it's true and it's, it's, it's crazy to think about that. But as a creator, yeah, art artists like painters and stuff, they put stuff out and be, be like, oh, I did this because it made me feel like this. And da, 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 this is what I got from it. And somebody buys it and be like, I like it because it got dogs in it. Yeah, that's why I purchased it. Yeah, it's, that's the thing. Of- like, so do you think do you is there anything you do like this that you're like well, i kind of feel bad like i bought you know i, I watched this just to make like i watch I, I this director sucks i only watch the movies i make fun of them like do you feel bad or is it like no it doesn't really matter right like, no, you're just you're no. getting you're getting enjoyment from it so that's what the whole point of a film is right it's enjoyment some yeah capacity. i mean it it it's, it's tough right because obviously the person who makes whatever puts a lot of work into it so you know you always want to be respectable of that as well but yeah, I would say a, make fun of them and like stream that. That's yeah, yeah, kind of no, mean. I, as a consumer, as a consumer, right? Just me because and you I, hanging out. Yeah, as, at the end of the day, we're all consumers of you know oh, yeah. anything. Unless you, know, you live what? in a log cabin, you hunt your own food and make your own clothes. Right, we're, you're oh, we're all consumers. So as a consumer, you know, once you literally exchange a currency for something, you now own it. So you you can literally say. I bought this just to throw it away. The person that created it, created it probably is going to be like, well, that's a fucked up thing to do. Yeah, I think it's, I think about it because I know sometimes like, like with trophies or something like an achievement in the game, people are like, well, you don't even care what the gamers play. Like you're playing it for the trophy. It's not like the way it's supposed to be played. You know, like you hear that sometimes, right? Yeah, you, can't tell me that to, you can't tell me how to do, how to do, what i want to do well i think that's why i mean like if you're getting enjoyment out of it and i think it's fine like if you're doing it because you have some compulsion that's wrong but like if you if you don't if you like playing video games specifically for the trophies and I, like, that is why i like to play them then i think yeah you should you should do that you know like yeah you're not enjoying it the way that people mm-hmm. who made yeah, it intended again, but you're you still enjoying it you can't tell me how to enjoy something yeah. You can't tell me how not to enjoy something. I mean, you can't have pineapple on pizza. That's you can't enjoy pizza that way. But everything else, I agree with. Uh, chicken and <laughs> was not bad. Okay. Um, as an Italian, I I, I can't approve of it. Yeah, but... I know. <laughs> um, I do. I I think that like I know as people we say stuff like that, like oh, you can't enjoy that, you know, that way. You can't do that that way. But like, I, I think that really whatever it is, as long as you are are enjoying it, you know, you're fine. You know, like yeah. if you're not hurting anybody. 
You know, like if you're using a screwdriver to kill people, I'd say, nope, that's wrong. But if you're just using a screwdriver to, uh, I don't know, flip around uh, a pancake somehow, I'd say, well, I mean, that's it works for you. I don't know how you do that with a pancake. That'd be actually pretty impressive. But so, all right, Terrence, we always end every show with a hypothetical, of course. Ha, let's go. Terrence, you, didn't, you, you didn't have one last week. No, I didn't. Um, we were too hyped up on that Kevin Durant news. You know, like oh, yeah, it was yeah, just... Yeah. I forgot we were even doing a show for half of it. You know, like if you haven't listened to that episode, ladies and gentlemen, it's a good episode last week. Uh, we heard live that Kevin Durant was re-signing with the Nets to a four-year extension. Caught and the Woj bomb. It, yeah, a Woj bomb blew up the show. <laughs> just say that. Caught it. Um, all right, Terrence. So here's my question to you. It's a, bit of, a little bit serious, actually. So I do not want kids. Don't have kids. I want them. I don't plan on having any kids. You have a kid and I'm planning on having more. So let's say you found out you could not have kids. You know, like you, mm-hmm. you and, and Corey wasn't happening. Go for it. Got yeah, got him. Got it. Knock on wood. You couldn't do that. What is what would you do? Do you think you'd still try to adopt? Uh, would you uh, try to do like a, a surrogacy or something, or would you just go? Well, it's tough. I mean, that'd be a conversation with my wife and and trying to figure out, you know, what the best route would be for us. You know, because um uh there's there's people that have to deal with that right there are people that that have to try you know to have children they're not able to do so you know um just watched a movie uh, about that actually it was pretty hard to watch well yeah it's a good movie called private life on netflix watch it um private life it's paul giamatti but basically this couple who are they're older they're like in their i think late 30s early 40s no they're in their 40s actually and they're trying to adopt at the same time they're trying to do whatever it is women can do like the IBF or something, IB, yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that, trying to do that. And then they try to do surrogacy and it's, 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 it's an indie film. So it's very, um, you know, a dramedy essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you gotta be thinking like, you know, cause a lot of people really want kids, but it, it's important to them. Like some, you know, people say like, no, I, I, I don't want someone else's, you know, baby or I want this. It just depends on the person. I don't think there's any right or wrong decision, but it is, it's tough, you know? have to make yeah. that decision like i think it doesn't it, if you it, want a kid it's a you... tough yeah it's a tough choice but i think um um first of all uh blessings to everybody that's trying to have children you know and mm. maybe struggling uh to you know get that route and, and that's one reason that's one reason by the way, way Terrence, about it. they bring that up that's one reason don't ask people when they're going to have kids or don't make like the April fools like I'm pregnant. Just kidding. Cause there are people out there and you probably don't know it. Cause they're not going to really tell you it's about it. They're trying to have kids and can't. So you don't not, want, yeah, that's the thing. Like stop with the, those kind of jokes. And also I think just stop asking people when they want kids. Cause I don't want kids. Right. So it's annoying. But what if, you know, a couple can't, they're trying and they're struggling, you know, like you well, Joe, what if you meet someone that um does want to have kids? Who wants kids? Yeah, or somebody that you fall in love with and you want to be with them. I mean, it's it's an early it's an early question of like a relationship. You know, like you have to ask them like, what do they want? If they want to get married, it is, you want it to is ask a them early. If... It is an early question. Yeah. People don't I, realize that that is no. a, that is a is damn near first people's, three question. People's feelings on sex, people's feelings on marriage, and people's feelings on kids, and I would even say a general idea where they want to live. Like if is someone's like first, second, oh, or third date. Question. it's somewhere early like that i mean i don't know if it's specific like a number but i definitely like within the first couple of 
times you were hanging out with them like yeah. i'd say more so like before second, yeah before week. things be, like before things start to get like any sort of serious you know so if you i don't know like three weeks maybe you know it depends how much you see them but yeah. you have to have those questions like if someone's like oh i really want to you know i'm originally from russia and i want to move back that's important to know do you want to move to russia because <laughs> if you don't or any country you know, like mm-hmm. those four things where they where they generally want if they want to move somewhere specifically where they want to live is important but then that marriage kids and um what was the other one i said uh marriage kids and finances i I just said how do i forget anyway if i met someone i would yeah i would ask them early on like if they they didn't want if they said they they were they really wanted kids then i'd be like well i don't so you know, it could be like, this is not, you know, maybe we can hang out a little bit, but it's not going to be a uh, long-term. It's unfortunate, man. It, 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 I have thought about that. It, it will be somewhat hard for me to find like the one because I need someone who doesn't want kids and is at least, I just need someone who's okay with the veganism thing. Like who understands it and doesn't put it down, obviously, since it's how I live. So, yeah. And they got to be, you know, we have to find each other attractive and be, you know, be able to get along with it well. So, yeah, it's not easy. It's not pill battle for me, but we'll see. Yeah. Oh, I think I think eventually, uh, I think eventually you'll find and figure out what works for you. Yeah, I think the hardest thing is the is the kids thing. You know, and a lot of a lot of people want kids, and a lot of women, I think, want kids. It's you know, it's it's, it's very very common. So it definitely has to be. That's the biggest thing I think it's gonna be hard to find, you know, like someone doesn't want kids, but you know, I was with one previously, so it's not impossible. Yeah, anything's possible. But anyway, Terrence, before we leave, of course, if you want to reach out to the show and let us know some thoughts or feelings, or if you uh anything really, email us need I say more pod at gmail.com. Of course, we have a Twitter and a Instagram at need I say more pod. Um, that's it for me, Terrence. You got anything else? No man, um, this has been an interesting one. I like I like having you know serious, sometimes more these, serious, these, uh, yeah. conversations, just kind of like really just shooting the shit. Um, but no, it's, it's been a good one today. And listen, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us, and we appreciate that. Need I say more?